Salutations, everyone, Foofer fans. Yes. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that's from Tiger King, Tara. We were just Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah, that's what the woman says. She starts it every time. She goes, "Hey, all you cool cats and kittens." So I thought we needed to to adopt it. I love it. I yeah. think it's groovy, and uh, we should we should keep it. Thank you. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll take it. It will be our cat phrase. Ah, so good, so good. <laughs> this is Fufara, where the little things are a big deal. Coming at you from our rooms, I mean studios, in Seattle and Dallas. We're your hosts and lifestyle gurus, Maddie and Tara. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our third episode of Fufara. I'm Tara. I'm Maddie. And we have a very special, highly esteemed guest, Kenya. Yay, Kenya. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, guys. Kenya has many talents, and I have often said I would trust Kenya with my life. If I had (laughs) to call in jail, I would call Kenya. (laughs) (laughs) In every situation, and I am super excited to have you today. We are. Kenya is the woman. And uh, in case I can share this information, Kenya was a firefighter back in her day, which was like, I don't know, just a hundred days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was um, a lot of fun. But I did that in high school. I don't do that anymore. How did you even like find out you could do that as a high schooler like did you sign up or like yeah so I actually I went to a youth group meeting and there was a girl who had just signed up she had like not just signed up she had just finished her fire school training and then the fire squad they had someone come to the school during our like work exhibit day so they had like a ton of like you know tables and stuff and I was walking around and there was the chaplain and he was like hey do you think this could be for you and I was like, sure, you know, might as well. Uh, I knew I needed to get some volunteering in. Like, I've always wanted to help the community out. Mm-hmm. And it was either that or um, volunteering at a hospital. And one of my friends told me he didn't really get to do much. He was just filing paperwork. And I felt like, you know, that wasn't the action that I needed. <laughs> yeah, so someone just came in and I signed up and I showed up and started going to fire school. But that's amazing, Kenya. Girl, you're on fire. Not, not literally, <laughs> no, probably but... not. <laughs> um, wow. So I think Maddie, I agree with her 100%. Kenya is the person to call when you're in a jam. Seriously, that's what I'm saying. Like, I could never. And were you like, so what, what did you do like when you were like, say there's an emergency, like what was your role? What was my role? Yeah. Well, okay. So when somebody calls 911, they... <laughs> So when someone would call 911, an operator would answer. And depending on how much information you give them, they rank your call. So if you give them a ton of information, your call gets put in first. If they have little information, you're like a basic, you know, like rando call, right? Mm-hmm. So then we get notified. These um, tones drop. So the entire firehouse, you like, you hear it. You, there's no way you can't hear it. Like if you're sleeping, the lights shut on and it's super loud. And a voice is like engine 624, engine 618, light or whatever. You need to go now. This is what's happening. So you have two minutes 
And so we have to train with our two minute drills to get to the engine and go. Mm-hmm. And I would um, go and they, people would know that I wasn't like a high, high in command because of the shirt I was wearing. So the shirt I was wearing was red and everyone else was wearing blue shirts. And I would sit facing backwards in an engine and I would have like my headset on. I could listen to what's going on and whatever they needed me to do, I would help. And as I progressed with like what I was learning, I could help them more and more and more. So if there was, I never finished completely through fire school because fire school is a really long time and I joined kind of later and then I had to go to college. Right. Mm -hmm. So I could, if there was a fire, like a building was on fire, I could put it out with a hose from the outside. I wasn't allowed to go inside because I didn't completely finish my training, but anything like that. Also basic life support. So when they call for an, um, an ambulance, we would go assist as well. So anything with like, if somebody can't breathe, you help them calm down to the ambulance gets there, anything cuts, anything, you know, basic mm-hmm. stuff like that. Wow. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. And just thinking about how many times the fire trucks had to come to Spotswood this year. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think of. yes. I was about to say, I feel very lucky that I lived right above someone with prior firefighting experience. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Because Spotswood caught well didn't catch on fire but we had so many incidents and I don't how many fire alarms are there like seven eight <laughs> it felt like that and then the one in the snow oh yeah. that was terrible I had to go outside in the snow with yeah. my shower shoes oh <laughs> I was asleep and I didn't go outside with a sweater I was freezing yeah but I did I always felt safer I was like well Kenya actually knows what to do so. <laughs> the building yeah Uh, um this might be a very stupid question correction Uh, I know this is a very stupid question (laughs) but did you actually have to slide down a pole we actually didn't have those so they were considered a safety hazard because sometimes people wouldn't reach the pole and fall through (laughs) so lots of um where I live in Mountain County um they don't have fireman poles Okay. Yeah, I know. Sad. I was kind of looking forward to that. So usually what they have is where you sleep, you sleep above the where the engines and everything is. So you would just get up and slide down. You'd be right where the engine is. Our bunker rooms were like off to the side. You go down a hallway and there was the engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seems like the topic of poles was very polarizing. (laughs) Maybe you had to take a poll to find out how many people. Oh my gosh. I'll just stop right here. I love it. It just comes off the top of your head. I I could never. Yeah, I don't know how she does it. She's got magic. Magic? Some would say magic. Other would say substance. But um, (laughs) but I'd, I'd like to attribute all of this mess to to magic mm-hmm. <laughs> now there's an elephant in the room no correction dog or cat in the room <laughs> that I'd like to address and with that very bad segue I'd like to transition to our first topic of conversation which is the very controversial divisive dog versus cat debate mm-hmm and, and, and Kenya, you wanted to, you, this was a suggestion for us to talk about. Yeah. We need to bring you in the mix. Do you have pets? 
I have two chinchillas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so, so cool. I don't have a dog or a cat. Um, my sister's allergic, so we can't have a dog or a cat. Um, and apparently, you know, dogs, even the ones that are considered hyperallergenic, they aren't. They all cr- create pet dander. And that's all something that, like, you know, causes allergies. So people have been lied to. Those dogs still create stuff that can get you, you know, like all sniffly and whatever reaction you get. My sister's actually also allergic to the chinchillas. So she picks them up. She gets hives. But she yeah, still my picks sister's them up. allergic to chinchillas. That's yeah. crazy. It's a bummer because they're really cute. They're, they're like, so soft. What are they like a mix of? They're like a mix of like a rodent and like a koala or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they have like a tail, like a longish tail yeah. and it curls in and then they're just this huge fluff ball. So most people, like yesterday, I gave one of them a bath and people were like, oh, is that a bunny? And I'm like, no. And I held it up and I'm like, it's a chinchilla. You give it a bath outside? Yeah. So okay. they don't take wet baths. They... Okay aren't allowed to get wet because their fur is so like dense that mm-hmm. they would it would never dry and they would probably like die from like being wet for so long so they need like steam baths oh no steam dust they flip over and over and dust and that dust absorbs the oils and stuff in their fur and it falls off their fur like afterwards you can like brush them off and they're clean wow Mm-hmm. I never knew this. So you just find a bunch of like what, like wood chips or something? Like no. So I buy this kind of dust from like some rock, and they like pulverize it, and I right. put it in a box, and they just they like roll around it. So you just see like this fat oh. rodent thing just like flipping around <laughs> in dust, and he gets it everywhere. But he loves it. Like if he can do that every day, all day, he probably would. Oh, that's so cute. Oh my gosh. I mean, anything, anything that involves pulverizing, I'm just <laughs> immediately a fan. <laughs> and Tara, you have dogs, right? I do. And I thought they were hypoallergenic right until now, until- Oh, I'm just... so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta rain, on, gotta rain on my parade. But... I mean, but like, isn't it the placebo effect? Like if you feel like you aren't getting sick from your dog specifically, then keep believing that thanks that because <laughs> I feel so much safer now <laughs> um, because, head, yeah because I've been living apparently in blissful ignorance right until now I guess it's a really dog eat dog world right I have two cats so oh I wow a- so we get okay we have a okay. nice diversity here don't yeah. we yes I don't yeah. believe in cats though what what do you mean you don't, don't believe in cats them. they exist At the, well i i acknowledge their presence from afar but i don't believe in the existence of them what do you well, mean i don't i don't believe in their purpose okay like they don't okay. do anything this is a common complaint i hear and i know i'm apologize if we're going to get into a fight and we'll fight like cats we'll and cat dogs fight. about this <laughs> we'll cat fight like this uh, but <laughs> Dogs look up to their owner, but cats look down on them. And mm. where did you get this conclusion from? Ratatouille. <laughs> what? Ratatouille. There's a Pixar short with the characters from Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. And they explain like, what position a rat has in the society of domesticated animals. And 
a rat apparently is one of the per most perfect animal companions you could have because they're very intelligent mm -hmm. and very resourceful though a lot of people see them as vermin i think they're disgusting i think mm -hmm. cats are the vermin <laughs> cats are the vermin no actually so. you know maya um your doormate tara uh she told me that where her family's from somewhere in i think israel that cats are just completely covering the city like their population is so immense that people just see them as like vermin and when her family visits her in new york and they see her cats they're like ew why do you have cats that's so interesting yeah but like so i don't have the pleasure of having a cat or a dog right so i go to my neighbor's house right so i live in a townhouse like little cul-de-sac right and Sometimes I gotta go babysit and one family has these two cats and they're awesome. Like I, I don't get the problem with cats. Like they're really chill. They actually like water. So if they see running water, they like run to it. Like they love it. They're tricking you. They're, <laughs> they're tricking me. They're masters in artifice. It's all, it's just all one big facade that they're creating. Don't buy into it. <laughs> where did this hatred come from like who said these cats are awful cats for some reason don't like me every time yeah, I, walk I was gonna past, say you just haven't met a good cat yet and mm -hmm. anybody who doesn't like me maddie is i just immediately assume immediately <laughs> assume they're either a cat person uh -huh. or there's just something fundamentally wrong I'm just saying like these cats like my neighbor's cats are really chill there's just one orange cat that walks around my neighborhood his name is Gumpy he does whatever he wants he just walks around he's a fat orange cat and he was like you know he was just some random cat and this old lady of like neighbor of mine just put a collar on him and called him Gumpy, Gumpy? <laughs> but he just chills yeah he just chills that's awesome yeah but like but then on the other side the other spectrum you know the dogs, like my neighbor has a Great Dane mixed lab. He's 180 pounds. This dog is massive. He stands up, he's taller than me. He's like six foot something wow. on his hind legs. I, was a, yeah. I, I thought you were about to say he's 180 years old. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but That's Kenya, where did you get your chinchilla? Like, can you just go to Petco and buy a chinchilla? Yeah, so my first one was some lady one of my mom's co-workers was like I need to get rid of this chinchilla because her mother-in-law was moving in and she was like allergic mm -hmm. so she was like can you just take care of this my chinchilla until you know I find mm -hmm. somebody three months later still nothing I have this chinchilla in my house I have <laughs> fallen in love this chinchilla is mine and I named yeah. him George they didn't even give him a name his name was chinch for chinchilla like <laughs> That's lazy. I was like, his name is George and my last name's Lopez. So he's George Lopez. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I was buying pet food for him and I saw they had baby chinchillas at PetSmart. And me and my mom, my sister, we're all there. We're like, oh my gosh, can we ask to hold them? So people come out, my mom holds them and she's like, this is mine. We're buying <laughs> him right now. Like, I didn't have to beg or anything. My mom was like, we're taking him home. Because he was the cutest thing. They're, like, super tiny. It was just so soft. And my mom was in love. And so we paid whatever, 150 bucks or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. took him home to George. And it was a good thing, too, because chinchillas can be, well, can get depression from being alone. So you're supposed to always buy them in pairs. 
so I didn't know if George is depressed so I was like you know what we're just gonna yeah we need to help George introduce but, Max like, animals like you put like hamsters right are, are, mm-hmm. like if you put them together like eat each other right what no hamsters oh don't... my gosh what? okay I know that's true of some spiders because I was watching a no, nature documentary I definitely know that about spiders. I'm yeah. a spider lab. And, uh, like, that tarantula lady was just about to devour her mate. And the, you have to be really careful. And that's one case of domestic disorder that happens a lot in the rainforest that you have to be really careful so of. Spiders don't usually eat their mate. They tend to avoid doing that. Because they like making babies, if that makes sense. Like they want to procreate and make babies. But yeah. if there if there isn't enough nutrition, if there isn't enough food for them, they will eat. Man. Papa. Don't want to get the spider. wife upset then. Yeah. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Maybe that's exactly. where that came from. Yeah. I'm reading that hamsters are territorial. Yes, that's true. So they they do not like to be together and they will attack each other. Can you imagine little hamsters attacking each other? Going at it. I used to have a hamster, and then we left the door open to the cage. This was, like, years ago, and I was, like, in elementary school, and then it escaped to my house, and I never saw it again. What? We had the same thing, except mine knew how to open the cage door. And my mom saw him in the kitchen and put him back in, and she was going to work. (laughs) Open the cage? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. the door was on the top of the cage. So you had a so he would go like monkey bars across and what? push it up and get out of the cage. I thought they were like really stupid. That's no, this one was smart. This is the smartest yeah. I've ever seen in my life because <laughs> we had to put like stuff on top of the door yeah. so he wouldn't escape. You know, Sarah, do you have a pet rat then? If you're so gun ho about. Rats. If I have a pet rat, that means I will become homeless. My parents will kick me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on thin ice with them as it is, Maddie, yeah. and I don't, I don't want to be homeless. Um, <laughs> so the rat, the fancy rat, will have to wait. Yeah. Did you know my name spelled backwards is actually a rat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hadn't. I hadn't no. thought about it. Yeah, it was. Me- it was clearly meant to be. <laughs> That's great. I actually made a palindrome. Do you know what a a palindrome? That means a sentence that's spelled the same backwards. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So Tara sees a rat. Whoa. Yeah, that's good. That's good. My brother, when he's irked, um, which he often is, he calls me a rat. I mean, you could probably roast him for not being able to read right. You know, you're supposed to read your name left to right, not right to left. You know what, Kenya? I will. I will do that. I will (laughs) roast him like that. Um, Wow. Roast is such an empowering verb. You know, I just feel more powerful and influential when you're about to roast someone. Yeah. I just imagine, like, you know those pigs that they roast over a fire and they're turning them? Okay. When you like have a roast session, you're just like you're you become that pig and you're just being turned over. <laughs> That's not a very good image. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting slammed by digs, then yeah. I was thinking more of like a barista, you know? You know, what? the dark roast. <laughs> no, oh, no, no. Oh. Um, I was like, what are you talking about? 
I think of like being like a marshmallow. It's just over a fire. Like it's just getting roasted. Like that's what's happening to you. That's what my yeah. mom does to me all the time. She's just over a flame. <laughs> toasted. Yeah. Maddie, what do you think of when you think of someone roasting? I think of fire. Coffee was not my <laughs> radar. <laughs> but now that you say it, I'm, I'm just never going to stop picturing it and associating it with coffee. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I've done a great service. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fitting that Kenya would think of like a roast because she's a firefighter, so she would know how to do it. She can extinguish the roast. Like she won't even take it, you know? No. Yeah. She's immune. <laughs> <laughs> I have the protective gear. Hiya. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Fooferall. Our listeners' input is so essential to our show, kind of like dairy. Unless, of course, you are vegan or lactose intolerant. Um, on second thought, that was a bad example. Anywho, please email us your ideas, your thoughts, your fufara to fufara.theworld at gmail.com. By the way, for copyright purposes, the name of the catchy tune we use in our intro is called Mouthful of Diamonds by Fantagram. 